brothers are here for you uh, to bring you all of the wrestling action. WrestleMania season is over, but of course, the rest of, rest of the professional wrestling world continues to saunter forward. Cameron Osborne, Mike the Shoot Shepard. Hey, hey. And we are in a big week here because, uh, you know, that, that mania fallout and then some. I think a little bit. It was, uh, you know, it's been a lot of exciting stuff happening all over the world, really. Uh, New Japan is putting out pay-per-views for free on their fucking YouTube channel. I don't know if you've uh, if you've been privy to this sort of information. I I got uh, I got 45 minutes into watching uh, Sakura Genesis 2023. Uh, <laughs> Mercedes Monet's on the card. The uh, United Empire's there. Okada will be main eventing later on uh, with um, somebody. But but <laughs> yeah, check it check yeah. it out. This shit's free on YouTube. High HD, yeah. 4K. <laughs> well, I mean. I've already seen who wins the main event and everything. You son of a bitch! Were you watching in 4K on YouTube? Did you leave that? Did you smash that subscribe subscribe button? Smash that Maybe. like? <laughs> uh, well, like we said, yeah, the rest of the world keeps moving on, and let's get into all of the action. Let's get into the action by first crowning your brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. This week's Tweet of the Week champion going over to Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy uh, tweeting out to the world a thread of father-son combos I've wrestled. So, Mike, I'm going to toss it over to you. Uh, so, these are both people who, not at the same time, but in separate matches, Matt Hardy has both wrestled the, the, the father and then years later, presumably, well, yeah, years later, the son. Uh, so, Mike, yeah. there are uh, five of these, six of these. <laughs> uh, what you got? I'd love to hear. Take, take some stabs. Take some guesses. <laughs> I think I can make one guess. Let's hear it. So far. <laughs> uh, Rikishi and the Usos. Rikishi and the Usos. As, of course, you know, during the Attitude Era main event run. Um, and then, you know, once the Hardy Boys returned to WWE, would have taken on the Usos. What else you got? Well, now that I think about it, uh, I'm going to say Billy Gunn and the Guns. The Gun Sons. The Gun Sons. Uh, yeah, I might have to look into that. Those were not part of the names in which he included. You could hmm. you could very much so be right. Uh, but this was, uh, you know, this was Matt Hardy's own list. He has had a few concussions in his day, so he could be forgetting some. Uh, so we'll <laughs> have to put, we'll have, I, I'm writing that down. We'll have to put that down in the maybes. Okay, so that's a maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't know. It's so uh, think of his run, the Hardy Boys run uh, in 2018 when they came back. Uh, yeah. The both of these people, so two of the they were actually a tag team together. He wrestled both them individually and both of their fathers back in the day. Father-son tag team? No, but it just so happened that both of these sons ha were on a tag team together, and they both have professional wrestling fathers. Oh. Um. Okay, I'll give you a hint. Um, when when you need something to get done, you call the A team. <laughs> the B team. Okay, we're getting somewhere. 
so that was Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas. Uh, mm-hmm. Who are their dads? So, well, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. I yeah. guess did he wrestle? Did he wrestle, Mister Perfect? Mister Perfect and Matt Hardy on an uh, what 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 appears to be a early episode of uh of his career, in uh in but in WWE. Okay, uh, and he didn't wrestle the other guy's dad, or did he? He did, yes. The other one being oh. Bo Dallas. Yeah, and uh, was it Wyndham Rotunda or Barry Rotunda? Or- IRS, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, you you are exact. You are uh, you you are exactly there. Mike Rotunda, real name. Mike Rotunda. Uh, yeah, various gimmicks. But yeah. I guess Mike, you just answered that question. I think you have another father son wrestling combo right there. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Rotunda. Bray Wyatt and Rotunda. <laughs> Okay, we're getting there. Uh, one more. The the last one is, I guarantee I, I you would have no idea. So we'll really call this the last one and then the bonus question. Uh, this sparked because of a match that Matt Hardy had on an episode of Dynamite recently. Recently? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't pay attention to Matt Hardy matches much these days. Yeah, I, I understand it's hard. Um... It's, I uh, think, Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan? Think Peter Pan. Uh, Start naming off some uh, characters from the famous cartoon Peter Pan. Hook. Okay. Hook and Taz. Hook, Hook and, and Taz. Taz. <laughs> Uh, those were the ones. We'll have to check on that Billy Guns thing. No, the final one, actually, is Cameron Grimes. Um, and uh. his father, a man named Tracy Cat- Cadell... And judging by the uh, the footage of the, it, it it looks fucking home tape 1996 type of stuff. Cameron Grimes' father was a, pro, perf, a former professional wrestler and promoter, if you could believe it, in uh, in the South, in in North or in South Carolina. And I Matt, had no idea. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Matt Hardy would have taken on Cameron Grimes in Impact some years ago. Okay. So there well, you have it. Cool. There you have it. We'll have to check. We'll have to check up on that guns stuff uh, because I feel like there 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 could be something there. But like I said, Matt's probably forgotten a lot from his storied career. So let's get into the show. We do have a lot to cover, so maybe we'll kind of do a we, do a normal show and then we'll go backtrack when we have to. Uh, but let's follow our exact same format and kick off the show with the best professional wrestling show on TV. There, I said it. SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. <laughs> I said it, and I'm not even afraid that I said it. This is our. Um, this is. This is our post WrestleMania SmackDown. Just six days. Just six days after a five-star main event for Kevin Owens, two main events in a row. I still can't get over that, really. Out of I think all the entire the crazy of WrestleMania weekend, the fact that Kevin Owens headlined two years in a row, um, I think is just fucking phenomenal. And uh, but we kick off we kick off the show uh, some with some triple threat or sorry, six man tag action. Brawling Brutes taking on Imperium. Uh, all of these dudes on the top on top right now, I think. 
Yeah. Maybe Crowd not Ridge, him. Holland, and Butch, but we know what we're in for when these six men step in the ring. Yeah, and those two, they've earned enough goodwill over the last year that, you know, people get excited for them. Exactly, and Sheamus is here, so you're all good anyways, you know? Yeah. So you know what you're getting in this one, just everyone's beating the hell out of each other. Uh, Sheamus with the white noise on Gunther, Butch hits a big moonsault to the floor. Eventually Sheamus hits Vinci with the bro kick, gets the win for the Brutes. Yeah, in what was a... um a great match. Where did, are we running Sheamus back? We got to run it back with Gunther. Um, I money, mean, eventually. So remember, but. Money in the Bank is coming to England, I think. Not sure yes. where, but that is a pay per view on the horizon, and it just so happens that like the three, the three of the European stars in the company are red fucking hot. <laughs> it just so uh, happens. Yeah, but I mean, like I've been saying, I want Gunther to set that record, beat Honky Tonk Man. So, I mean, you don't, you probably don't want Sheamus to lose again. I feel like he needs to win the belt eventually, but let's wait till September. Is that is that all it takes to September? Until September? Sometime, it's like, yeah, I can't okay. remember the exact date. But okay, so we are getting. I mean, there. obviously, yeah. I mean, obviously, Gunther needs to have. A uh, headlining match at Money in the Bank. And I mean, I think all three of the all three of the guys involved in that triple threat should have a presence, their presence known at Money in the Bank. Yeah, well, I mean, with the draft coming, they might not even be on the same show anymore. Maybe so. Drew wins it. Oh, good point. Yeah, draft coming up. It could be uh, maybe Austin Theory defends his belt against one of those guys or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. And then we get Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. The match we've been waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> wow. but uh, anyways, that was our first match. Uh, speaking of Lesnar, Caleb Braxton's asking Paul Heyman if uh, if he's in cahoots with Lesnar after he turned on Cody earlier in the week, and Heyman just brushes him off, brushes her off, and uh, Jay Uso shows up asking if he's seen Jimmy, and Heyman tells him Tribal Chief told Jimmy to stay home, and Jay can handle business on his own against Sami Zayn later tonight. Uh, so Jay walks off looking a little worried, and Heyman tells Solo, either Jay solves the Sami Zayn problem tonight, or you solve our problems. So, just some more tension in the bloodline. Yeah, it, it seems, uh, we are no, we, we, are we verging on collapse? I mean, we're all just waiting for Roman Reigns now. That's the big piece, whenever he finally drops that belt. I guess so. When, whenever. Yeah, In 2026, maybe. Good God. I hope not. Hmm. Anyways. Let's get uh, to the more in-ring action, though. Ricochet taking on Ivar. Both of their uh, both of their partners uh, banned from ringside or accompanying them to ringside, I guess. Yeah. So he's got a fun little uh, strength versus agility type of match here. Although Ricochet showing his strength at one point. He lifts Ivar up on his shoulders. Uh, and then they both go up to the top rope. Ricochet with the big Hurricane Rana. Shooting star press. Ricochet with the win. As he continues on his up and up. Right? Even though they were not the winners of that um, that battle royal. Or it wasn't a battle royal. Sorry. It was a showcase 
<laughs> Even though they didn't yeah. walk away the champions on the showcase, I think they're still uh, trying to get in line for what what will be an eventual title shot by somebody. Yeah, I mean, they, they've they been one of the most, uh, I mean, yeah, consistently booked teams in the last little while besides the Usos and them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, keep it going. Why not? Uh, yeah, backstage, Sami Zayn talking to Kevin Owens. Kevin's hoping Sammy can just beat Jay tonight and end this beef for good. But Sammy still feels like something's off and he wants to go talk with Jay. And, you know, he still feels uh, some obligation towards him somehow. And anyways, Owens thinks it's a bad idea, but Sammy says, I got to do this. So see that later. We'll see that a little bit. Uh, we get some woman's action. Raquel Rodriguez, Liv Morgan taking on Shotzi and Natalia. Uh, yeah, Italian Shotzi just sticking together, I guess, for now. They're working well together, double-teaming Liv until Raquel gets in there, helps out, which allows Liv to hit the Oblivion, get the win. Yeah, it's nice to see, yeah, like you said, it's nice to see, too, you know, considering the the lack of genuine teams in the tag division, it's nice to see two partners developing some kind of identity. Yeah, something helps them both stay on the show. Mm-hmm. So, Cal helps you know, keep I'm things on. fresh over here with these tag championships. Yeah, and I'm always happy to see Shotzi anytime. I so. know you are. I know you are. <laughs> uh, Triple H comes out to a big ovation. Just kind of talking about what a big success WrestleMania was, all the records they broke, and then, uh, yeah, he does announce the WWE draft. Coming back in a couple weeks. No exact date given, but uh, you know the drill. Roster is shaken up. Every single, every single superstar is eligible, whether you're a champion or not. And he promises this year's draft will truly change the game. Uh, but yeah, I think, like you said earlier, uh, I think it's been a couple years. We did, we definitely didn't have one last year. I don't know about the year before, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since in the fanfare of it all. I'm sure they'll do some of those fucking uh, Twitter draft picks. Yeah, there's always the supplemental draft for some of the lesser people. Yeah, the supplemental draft, yeah. Can't really forget about them. But it's exciting uh, to shake up the draft, you know, something like that. Yeah. What It'll could, be fun. What, what could that mean? Is Hunter going to forcibly remove the the WWE Championship from Roman Reigns? I don't know. He could, or I don't know. We'll see. Now's the time to split that and the tag title. Split them both up. Mm-hmm. It could exactly, and th- wh- this is a great kind of built-in excuse. Yeah, exactly. Be like Roman, and your reign still goes on. You're still Universal Champion, but uh, yeah, we need a belt for this other show. Yeah, and keep the WWE Championship until somebody else wins it, and then yeah, it's theirs. Sure. Yeah. You know, just give him a, give a, give him a few more numbers on that. I think he needs uh, I think he needs another month to crack into the top ten or top ten of all time holders. So give him a, give him like a month more. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then Triple H introduces Rhea Ripley coming out with uh, Judgment Day. Just. Talks about the big win over Charlotte. Tells everyone to rise for Mommy, the greatest champion in all of WWE. Uh, And then Finn Balor starts talking about Edge, 
how he had to resort to splitting his head open just to get the win, and, you know, Edge is nowhere to be seen, but I'm still standing, and Dominic starts to talk, but then just gets mega heat from this crowd. The booze just drowning him out every single time. He gets he tries to get a word it, in. This was an all-timer. <laughs> yeah, this was He pushed was through. All... He fucking pushed through. Uh, excellent poise by the young professional, I must say. Oh yeah. The boy has become a man in front of our very eyes. And uh yeah, just yelling over the crowd so loud that you know, but it was amazing. Just an amazing atmosphere. Yeah, this was this was uh, Kevin Owens Elias level heat. It was up there. It was definitely up there. Mm-hmm. He's he's a top heel in the company at this point. Uh, he which is really crazy. is. He's he he is in the a front runner for most booed. He is a WrestleMania most booed champion. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he just says he held back against his dad at WrestleMania. That's why he lost and. You know, he didn't want to hurt his father, but Ray didn't feel the same way, so his whole family can go to hell. And then Damian Priest just wrapped things up with a quick promo on Bad Bunny, kind of building to backlash. Backlash, we which we've dropped the WrestleMania backlash. Backlash. We've dropped that yeah. WrestleMania title. I mean, yeah, it's kind of redundant. We all know that's what backlash means. It's it's you know it's the backlash from wrestlemania it, yeah it's it's in the name it's we get it yeah <laughs> uh anyways we stick around for a match dominic and damien taking on Rey mysterio and santos escobar uh yeah dominic and ray face off but dominic just tags out right away to piss everyone off and uh then once priest works him over he tags back in for a couple cheap shots and uh yeah, Santos and Ray working well together. Got the rest of Legato at ringside, all in their LWO shirts. www.shot.com, pick it up. Yeah, I've already seen they made a Puerto Rican flag version, which is going to be uh, all over the arena. Everyone's going to be wearing that. Yeah, so that was fun. Uh, Dominic with a nice Michi Noku driver on Ray, and then later Ray's got Dom set up for the 619, but Rhea pulls him out to safety. So Zelina Vega jumps off the apron, hits Rhea with a big Hurricane Rana to the floor. Uh, so Rhea chases her off through the crowd. Back in the ring, Ray hits Dominic with 619, but he didn't see that Priest had tagged in. So uh, Priest jumps in, hits Escobar with South of Heaven, gets the pinfall. So Judgment Day with the win. Probably as they should have, right? Rhea Ripley's our new champion. They need to get the shit moving. <coughs> Yeah, and I think this will all lead to a, a big multi-person tag match with Bad Bunny, Ray, Escobar. Yeah, maybe I even like Zelina it. Vega. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's our uh, it's our kind of like local. It's our Hispanic thing. The crowd's gonna be popping for it. We'll see yeah. a we'll see a destroyer. Bad Bunny's gonna do a destroyer again. <laughs> oh, yeah. and Damian Priest, I think, is from Puerto Rico, so another big. There we go. Some... That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage again. Sami Zayn finds Jay Uso, tells him there's still a way out. You know, I've been right about everything so far. Jimmy's at home. Solo looks like he's just waiting to take you out. And But if I have to, I'll beat some sense into you like I did at WrestleMania. But, you know, it doesn't got to be this way. Jay looks conflicted, and then we hear a large bang in the background. Sammy runs off to find Owens trapped under 
some fallen equipment and Solosako at the scene of the crime. So I think we all know what happened. We all know who's really to blame. Mm-hmm. But that leads us right into the main event. Sami Zayn taking on Jey Uso. And, of course, the crowd just super hot, chanting for Sami. Uh, Owen's not at ringside because of that attack. Uh, but Solo comes strolling down, so he's got to deal with all that shit. And, uh, yeah, Jay distracts the ref. Solo hits Sammy with a Samoan spike. Jay follows up with the big super kick and gets the cheap win. Just like Roman did, not six yeah. days before. Fucking Solo, man. I hate that this thumb. Guy. That thumb. That thumb. <laughs> Uh, then afterwards, they jump Sammy, start beating him up some more. Uh, or at first, yeah, Solo picks Sammy up for another Samoan spike, but Jay grabs Solo's arm and stops him. Crowd chants for Jay, but then the son of a bitch just super kicks Sammy anyways and tells Solo to grab the chair, but then the original bro, Matt Riddle, coming out, makes a save for Sammy. Uh, he returned on Raw earlier in the week, but still nice... You know, seeing Riddle being a, a good guy here, helping out Sammy. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see him, too. Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah, just what, in general. probably six months, maybe? Yeah, since uh, the beginning of December, so almost six months now. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, good to see him back. That was how we ended the show. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be nice to see uh, Matt Riddle's threat. Like you said, he's on two shows now. What's his thing? Uh, is he a threat for the bloodline? I really don't know. Who knows? Yeah, see where see where he falls in the draft and all that as well. Yeah, Let's and see. with the draft upcoming, yeah, like you said, we don't know what's going to happen. Let's move ourselves over to uh, Rampage. Rampage. Rampage is about to, th this was the Battle of the Belts special, also, Battle of the Belts 6 maybe now, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, number 6, right after Rampage. Mm -hmm. I wonder if this was a separate show. I think you know, like they did two both nights. Both taped at the same time. Really? No, I mean like, sorry, this and the, you know, they usually, they'll do this one and then the Dynamite at the same time. I wonder, because that would be like 8 hours of wrestling. I feel like they probably just did Dynamite and Dark and then Rampage and Battle of the Belts. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. And maybe Dark Elevation. I don't know. So yeah. get two hours. That makes sense. That makes sense. Anyways, yeah. let's kick off the show um, with Ethan Hook. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> no, Ethan, <laughs> Ethan Page taking on Hook, the FGW champion. And, yeah, for the FGW title, anything goes. False count anywhere. So, yeah, they're fighting in the crowd. They're hitting with chairs, uh, steel pipes, trash cans, all that fun stuff. Uh, Paige slams Hook through the timekeeper's table, grabs a chair, takes a swing. Hook ducks, so Paige hits the ropes, and the chair bounces right back into his face. Classic, classic spot. Classic spot. Classic <laughs> spot. Yeah. And then Hook hits a twist of fate onto a chair. Borrowing from Matt Hardy, and then he puts the red rum onto Paige. He taps out. So Hook gets the win, goes to leave, but then he notices a table set up in the corner that they never use. So puts Paige through it with a big T-bone suplex through the table. 
Yeah, because this was this was a no DQ false count anywhere match. Yeah, FTW rules applied. They FTW said. rules. Um, I love <laughs> I love the chair off the rope spot. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, it was funny. Kyle O'Reilly does a great version. Kevin Owens did it once. That's a bunch of Canadians. Yeah. Hey, there's three Canadian, three good Canadian kids <laughs> throwing a chair off a fucking rope and then having it back back and slap them in the face. What about a little yeah. six man tag? Sorry, eight man tag. My mistake. We have Anthony Bones, Angelo Parker, Matt Maynard, Max Caster. I said that in the wrong order. Sorry. Taking on a bunch of motherfuckers and Sean Dean. I swear out of all these people, <laughs> Sean, Dean, Sean Dean was the only person I ever fucking heard of. The man who owns two victories over MJF. Wow, wow. Which is his, uh, yeah, his Leon Ruff moment. <laughs> yeah, except he, he didn't, didn't even win. get a title didn't out of it. He didn't even get a title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, a bunch of no-name guys, so as you expect, uh, 2.0 and the acclaimed with the easy win. Um, I mean, I guess I wasn't paying much attention. I don't even know why the acclaimed teamed up with these guys. When they don't even like each other. No, I, I think a couple weeks ago they did some backstage talking um, yeah. to each other. But yeah, you're right. I don't really remember why. Yeah, they were like, they're trying to recruit them to the Jericho Society. But yes, I mean, obviously the Acclaimed don't want to. And then afterwards, uh, the Jericho Society beat up the Acclaimed anyway. So yeah, yeah I, it was kind I, of all for nothing. I don't know how to book stuff. But I feel like the acclaim need to take just like a, a two, like a three month break. Yeah, you know, have, do like an injury spot. Yeah, reset. They lost the title. They're out of the picture. That's okay. They're super over. It'll be a big pop when they come back. They 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 had the championship for way longer than we thought they would. Way to go. Go on vacation. Yeah. You know that kind of you know that that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of. Reset. See what the lay of the land looks like when you get back. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, reset. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Uh, then we got Darby Allen taking on Lee Moriarty, which was you know it was okay. Lee hanging in there with a guy like Darby, so good on him. But he also had the firm helping out whenever he could. Big Bill taking cheap shots and uh, hitting Darby with the skateboard. All this, all this garbage. But uh, Darby. Overcomes all of it, hits the coffin drop, gets the win, as he should. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then afterwards, Swerve Strickland comes out, offers him a handshake, but then Brian Cage shows up, nails Darby with a big F10 on the stage, just sends him flying. Yeah, because Sh- Str- Shane Strickland is in with, I, f- I forget what they're called. The embassy. Embassy. Thank you. That was it. Yeah, one of them or two of them. They're Ring of Honor six-man tag champs or trios yeah. champions. Sorry, Brian Cage and the other guy. The other two. <laughs> yeah, who's <laughs> exactly whose name can't you remember? Yeah, yeah. So that was that. But uh, the main event for Rampage: Anna J taking on Julia Hart. Which uh, I'm sure it's happened on dark, but I don't even recall. Ever seeing Julia do a solo entrance with her her own music? Definitely and not the own entrance, which you yeah, know, and, so and cer- certainly not since uh, the the repackaged Julia Hart, the post I uh, sp- yeah. bit. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought she looked really cool here. Very dark, slow walking, kind of like The Undertaker. And and she was over this match. The crowd at one point started chanting, let's go spooky. Which, that could catch on as a new thing. That's a shirt. Let's go spooky. Yeah, spooky girl. Uh, and the match was pretty good. They were, uh, yeah, they were fighting outside the ring, slamming into the barricade. Uh, big moonsaults. Um, Anna Jay throws Julia to the floor. Julia Hart throws a chair in the ring. And while the ref's busy taking the chair away, Julia sprays the black mist in Anna Jay's face. And then Julia catches her with an inside cradle. Gets the one, two, three. So nice win for Julia Hart. And possibly the biggest win of her career. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even even if it's just Rampage, this was the main event, so that's a big you know, win. Ag yeah. against a uh, a tried and true performer like Anna JAS, Anna Jazz. <laughs> yeah, and I think Anna J came out after the show, tweeted, "This was the highest rated Rampage since the last time she main evented in that that tag match where Willow power bombed her off the stage onto the floor." Oh, really? Huh. Well, that's that's so cool. Anna J. Making ratings, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just making it happen left, right, and center, baby. Yeah, but then immediately after that, we had Battle of the Belts Part 6. Uh, Orange Cassidy defending the Intercontinental International title, sorry, against uh, Dralist, Dralistico. Who Lucha I think we've we've seen seen, we have seen before, I think. Yeah, he pops up now and then. There's so many luchas in this in this company but you know always a fun show and uh orange cassidy on a 17 match winning streak in singles competition wow wow and starting um, the night that we saw him win yeah the night the international or title got put on the map might have been around there yeah but. yeah either way uh he's been hot one of the top guys top baby faces in the company at least crowd reaction wise and yeah, we just got a lot of fun, you know, Cassidy doing his hands and pockets thing, Drillistico uh, doing his lucha stuff, big springboard code breaker, Hurricane Rana's Canadian destroyer, uh, but Cassidy kicks out, fights back, hits the orange punch to get the win, retain the belts. Yeah, um, he, he's, he's, this, this sort of seems to be the Orange Cassidy thing. He's great at taking bumps, he takes a bunch of hits, how's he gonna do it? Ah, he did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I think I think a Jose the assistant came out, and then the best friends came out too, and there was a little bit of a a little bit of shtick there. But after the match, uh, Buddy Matthews, Malachi Black coming out for a promo, um, challenging uh, next week on Dynamite. Orange Cassidy taking on Buddy Matthews for that international championship. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, after this, we had Jade Cargill taking on Billy Starks with a Z, who uh, only 18 years old, getting a shot at the TBS title here. What a crazy name! And I guess that really, sh <laughs> and no offense to this performer, that really goes to show you like how much they care about Rampage, right? Or like um, Battle of the Belts, that is. Like, I'm not saying. This Billy Starks doesn't have a few. Couldn't she? Billy Starks be the the could potentially be the best female wrestler of all time. I'm not saying <laughs> it couldn't happen. What I'm saying yeah. is, you should put people who are on the show on the show, right? 
Yeah. But isn't I mean, this like this a sky Jade blue? Cargill isn't every this week, a sky? Give isn't this a sky blue match or something? Or yeah, a fucking I, mean, I don't know Nyla Rose or um. I don't know. Yeah, this you is, know this is Jade Cargill though. She doesn't face any good competition. Yeah, it sucks. It's too bad. So. But yeah, this Billy kid, she looked good in there for a little bit. Got to hit a couple spots. Big flatliner for a near fall. Goes for a swanton bomb, but Jade gets the knees up, hits the jaded. Gets the win, retains the belt, 55 and 0. That's all you need to know. Man, I just looked it up. What do you think? Uh, give me your days. How many days do you think Jade Cargill has been TBS champion for? I never realized this until like right now. Uh, Let's say... 455 days. Oh my God, Mike, you're so good. <laughs> 463 <laughs> days. Ooh. But that's that's damn close uh, considering the I number. I remember the base. Uh, yeah, I remember she won it in like January of last year. So I kind of spitballed it. But yeah, I mean, she has, I mean, yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, it's, and that's a, I really didn't realize it was truly that long. And uh, and like you said, just kind of over it. I mean, can you name a single match that stands out of that whole reign? Even like a four-star match. I honestly can't, can't think, think of, of really anybody she's wrestled. Yeah. Like, when are you going to fight Riho, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter? Some real competition. Some Yeah, so yeah Ruby. We have Ruby Soho. We have, we have well, I guess, you know, we're, yeah. Taya Valkyrie is the next in line. But again, like there's a lot of names. There are a lot of people. Yeah. And even Valkyrie, I mean, they're building her up, but I feel like she hasn't been here long enough that I don't even want her to win, you know? You and know? wasn't she also like in NXT for she was in NXT for like three matches? I don't remember if they were particularly <laughs> impressive. Not to say that again, not to say the potential isn't there or any of those things, but I don't recall being wowed. Is that maybe just no. me? No, obviously I remember him just the dog, a little Presley. It was the yeah, only exactly. Thing you remember the dog more, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think at this point we just need Chris Statlander to come back and win this title, but that could still be months away. So hmm. yeah, who knows? Know. Her knees are made of paper or something. Yeah. Mercedes Monet, title versus title, Forbidden Door. There we go. Title, title versus title. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my dream. Uh, but let's go to the main event. You got the ROH tag titles. Freshly won by Lucha Brothers, defending against QT Marshall and Powerhouse Hobbs. Which uh, got a decent amount of time, over 15 minutes here. Crowd hot for the Lucha Bros, of course, as they're doing their thing. They chant QT sucks when he tags in, and I agree. But, uh, yeah, at one point, Penta, he's sitting on the top turnbuckle. Phoenix jumps up, climbs onto his shoulders, and jumps off for a super high frog splash. And then once he lands, Penta jumps off Phoenix's shoulders into a destroyer on QT. Uh, and then the heels just start doing everything they can to cheat. But the Luchas overcome it. Phoenix hits QT with a Hurricane Rana into a pin, gets the one, two, three. So Lucha Bros retain. They always pair people up. So Powerhouse Hobbs has had somebody paired up with him his whole run here. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think much. it's time for him to stop having 
like a person, like a like a backup system, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess he doesn't. I mean, he's a big man. He doesn't really need like the. He's the muscle. He doesn't need any. Yeah. Help, was so. he need a, a, a another muscle, a smaller muscle? Yeah. All the muscles Especially are going to be smaller. Especially a guy like QT Marshall, who we all think is a joke. So. Yeah. Who's like you know? Let QT Marshall do his own thing. Let him be his own man. Yeah. And I haven't even mentioned it. He's been doing that QTV thing for like three weeks now. And I don't even bother mentioning it on the show because it's a waste of my time. And your time. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about QTV is that Q, it's close. It's too far away from being a parody. They're doing TMZ. They're just not doing a good parody. And they're, they're doing a parody like 13 years too late. <laughs> like, Or like they could totally do a... TM, the TMZ of AEW is called QTV. That as a segment, fantastic. But just going after Powerhouse Hobbs, not cool. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, they could make something of it. Like make it like a real like worked shoot. Start commenting on I, things. I, yeah, either worked shoot or like, you know, intentionally, you know, like a little pre-filmed by the, like stuff that was too funny for AW All Access, which by the way, you got to be watching. I've only seen clips, but you've watched the first two episodes? Uh, I watched one and then I think like the first four minutes of the next or whatever. Dude, Eddie <laughs> Kingston is the best reality TV show character you will ever see. <laughs> I am pretty sure <laughs> And I'm going to say this, and I'm scared that Eddie Kingston is going to come bust down my walls and beat the shit out of me. But, like, he thinks it's all real. <laughs> uh, what, the show? All uh, wrestling. He thinks wrestling is the most real thing out there. It's amazing. I love... Uh, he is... Oh, I, oh, my God. I love him. Love him. And he did not burst down my door to kick the shit out of me <laughs> if I think otherwise, like he said he did. Because essentially... <laughs> You know, like in the you know in a reality show when the the, the reality stuff goes on and then there's the the, the talking, the pre tape kind of yeah. talking or whatever the interviews, it's just Kingston promo. It's pretty much just you get more Eddie Kingston promos. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. But anyways, uh, yeah, like I was saying, if they if they did, you know. I don't know. Change it up. Switch it up. No more QTV, but I'm sure we'll see it next week. So let's kick on our way through the Battle of the Belts. That is, move ourselves over to Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Where, like you said earlier on in the show, that you know we didn't quite cover, but the it was the uh, Cody Cody coming out last week on Monday Night Raw, the go or the the day after show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, him. So it's gonna be so, so it's gonna be solo Roman taking on Cody and a mystery partner ends up being Brock Lesnar. Brock with the you know the big turn on Cody before the match even starts. Yeah. Yeah. Onto the onto the steel steps. The violence, the carnage yeah. involved, and that was really, and that, and that was really the big angle on, on on that whole show of Raw. Yeah, that was the big closing moment. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into this week. The Raw after the Raw after WrestleMania. <laughs> okay, easy there. We're not we're not gonna do Raw after 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 Raw. After Raw. No. 
But uh, yeah, Rey Mysterio comes out, hypes up the crowd, says last week should have been one of the best of his life, of his life. Uh, but you know, he, going into the Hall of Fame, but it, he had to fight his own son, and he wishes things could have been different. That's when Dominic interrupts, just more nuclear heat for Dominic here, as he says Ray always makes things about himself, and that's why he's better off with Judgment Day as his real family. Ray says they're just selfish idiots using you. And then Dominic starts talking about Bad Bunny, how he screwed him at WrestleMania, and Ray says Bunny will be back, and you're going to regret putting your hands on him. So uh, Ray challenges Dominic to a rematch tonight. But Dom just says, nah, you can fight Finn Balor instead. Nah, Finn Balor it will be. Yeah. The man with 14 staples in his head. Yes, yes. Those were some crazy photos afterwards. I tried to find a clip of the moment it happened. You know, he kind of throws a chair in his face, or I think it was. The ladder. Ladder, that's what it was. Uh, But you don't see it. See, I want to see it like start spurting you don't see it spurt <laughs> it was dripping it's uh, dripping but, it was dripping yeah, they got to him quick enough that yeah they managed to but it was there you could see the blood on the mat very the much so really. yeah but uh anyways ray versus balor big match to open raw hot crowd uh everything's going well ray with the big top rope hurricane rana goes for the 619 or he hits the 619 goes for the frog splash but Balor gets the knees up, and then later Finn distracts the ref. Dominic hits Ray in the face with the steel chain, which allows Balor to hit the coup de gras, get the big win. Big win. Um, come, you know, recovering post mania. But this this thing's keeps going. This thing's keeps going, and we're here on Raw. The the Judgment Day is here. Ray is here. I'm curious if um, if the Judgment Day, you know, are are they going to leave Rhea behind on Monday Night Raw, or are we just kind of in a free for all because the draft is coming up? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not ready to, for them to split up yet. The Judgment Day, but I mean, if they had to lose one member, Rhea's probably the best one to go out on her own. And- mm-hmm. Maybe a baby face turn somewhere down the line because everyone likes her anyways. Yeah, I, f- I just I, I I feel like we're gonna see a lot of r- everything everywhere all at once until the <laughs> draft, and then things get finalized. Yeah, we have no definitive date, so maybe they'll wait till like the week after backlash or something. I don't know. Wait and see. Good point. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's do this until then. Yeah. But. Either way, pay per views they can cross over anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Yeah, we can do we can do whatever we want. We're gonna do it anyways. Yeah. Uh, backstage, we see Raquel and Liv screaming for help as Lita has been attacked and she's out. She was supposed to be defending those tag titles tonight with Becky uh, against Liv and Raquel, the very women that found her. So uh, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus run up to help, and they're suspicious of Liv and Raquel for being at the scene of the crime so uh and then we get an update that lita has been taken to a medical facility uh so becky lynch says she's ready to defend the titles all on her own but trish stratus steps in says no i'll fill lita's spot so we'll get that uh we'll get right that now. later oh right yeah right now i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i guess right now 
So Becky and Trish versus Liv and Raquel for the women's tag titles. Uh, Liv and Raquel got some matching gear now, which is always fun. This Love little... matching gear. You know how we feel about matching gear here on the show. Yeah, they had like this paint splatter thing going on. Like they just came back from a game of paintball or something. <laughs> or what's that game where that's like it's like a video game and it's like a shooter, but you shoot paint. Splatoon. That is yes. It, it kind of looked like that aesthetic, yeah. like that kind of paint. Nintendo Switch. Yes. Good game. Uh, so yeah, we get into the match. Becky Lynch pissed off about the attack on Lita. She blames Raquel. She actually says, "You did it. You did fucking do it." She dropped an f bomb here, which had to be censored, but I, I I saw it. Oh, you you can read lips with something like that. Yeah, you fucking did it. So. They're angry. Becky and Trish working pretty well together, though. Uh, Trish hits the stratosphere. Becky with a big top rope leg drop. Uh, yeah, just some cool double team moves. Uh, we get the big four-person Tower of Doom suplex in the corner. Becky hits Liv with the manhandle slam, but Raquel breaks up the pin. That's when Trish tags in, goes for the chick kick. But Liv ducks underneath, rolls her up, gets the one, two, three. New tag champions, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez has to be the queen of winning randomly for a couple days. <laughs> well, I guess time will tell. Yeah. Um, I feel like if this she can reign make it might... past a week. She'll be. I think. Yeah. If she makes own... it past one week, if she makes it past four days, she'll wheel. She will have beaten all of her other previous. A new PB. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and at the same time, Trish Stratus losing a belt that wasn't even hers, costing Becky, so. Which I'm sure has happened. Yeah, I think we've seen it. We've seen other people step in before and stuff like that. But, uh, hey, either way, cool moment for Liv and Raquel. Raquel getting emotional a bit, or, you know, her first main roster title win, so that's always nice to have. Mm-hmm. And Liv now, um... I guess she's one championship away from the Triple Crown. Yeah. So, you know, she's a crowd favorite. She'll always be in the mix for the next couple of years. So. Uh, then the angle afterwards, Becky helps up Trish, gives her a hug, goes to leave. But then Trish nails Becky from behind, hits her with a chick kick, making her heel turn as the crowd boos. <laughs> Ooh, and and also kind of assuring that she will stick around for a little bit. Yeah, at least, you know, maybe Backlash. They do uh, the one-on-one -on -one match between them there. There we go. You always like to have a couple legends on those shows. So, yeah, Trish can make the make the flight. She can make it. It's not that, it's not yeah. that far from Tirana to Puerto Rico. No, I already checked. It's the same time zone as us and everything. So there we go. She can FaceTime her kids. Up. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bring the kids. Have a nice little vacay. Yeah, fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Bailey, we go backstage. Bailey walks out of Adam Pierce's office, tells Dakota and Io she couldn't get them a tag title shot, but she did get a guarantee that they will all stay together in the draft. And also, Bailey gets a triple threat. She gets put in a triple threat match later for a number one contendership at the Raw Women's title. That, just like that? That seemed pretty easy. Yeah, but Dakota and Io are a little disappointed, saying, oh, Bailey, how come you're always getting what you want 
when it should be one of us in that triple threat getting a shot instead. Bailey's like, okay, okay, let me go talk to Pierce. So she goes back in his office. A little bit of tension, though, in the group. Things haven't been going their way for the last couple months. So, you know, damage control can only last for so long, I think. I mean, every, you know, I think uh, a heel stable has a shelf life. And who knows what that shelf life is, but eventually, if y'all are mad at each other, if y'all are mad at everybody else, eventually, y'all going to get mad at each other. Yeah, and I think EO will be better on her own. She hasn't hit the potential that, uh, you know, we all saw in NXT when she was wrestler of the year, spot of the year, multiple shooty award winner. Yeah, multiple. But, uh, yeah, we'll follow up on that later. We got Bobby Lashley taking on Bronson Reed. Big battle of the beef here. Uh Bobby showing his strength, suplexes Bronson with ease, and then a spine buster on the big man. Big pop for that. Uh, and then Bobby gets Bronson in the hurt lock, but Bronson makes it to the ropes. They fight their way to the floor, and they're just so busy brawling that they lose focus. The ref counts them both out, and they just keep fighting until they have to get separated. Eventually, uh, the, the what, what do you think is going to happen? They uh, post, you know, we didn't see Bronson Reed at WrestleMania, he was not involved in that eight-man tag. No, he had, yeah, he had that good showing at Elimination Chamber, but hasn't really followed up with it since. But well, you know, this could be the time for him to start making some waves. Yeah, you know, he's one of those guys. He's a big man, but he moves well. You know, that big tsunami splash mm-hmm. always gets a good reaction. So. Yeah, these the, both these guys are super strong. Faster than they look, and just you know, as Big E would say, just two big meaty, big slapping meat. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure we'll get a rematch because obviously we didn't get anything conclusive here. So mm-hmm. follow up on that in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Cody Rhodes coming out says, "What do you guys want to talk about?" Which I'm getting sick of. It's what not. Do you it's not a talk clever about? line. Yeah, every single week. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's not well, a good catchphrase. He, he, it's good once. Like, do it twice. Do it once yeah. a year or twice a year. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. It's, it's not. Stop trying to make it work. <laughs> it's not. But anyways, Cody says he's sorry for not being able to defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And the unfinished story has another wrinkle. And that being... Uh, getting attacked and betrayed by Brock Lesnar last week, and he wants to know why. Is it because Brock wasn't the focus of WrestleMania for once? Did he feel threatened by the change that Cody could bring to the WWE? And Cody admits that he is afraid of Lesnar, but he still wants to fight him anytime, anyplace. But how about Backlash? Huh. Roman is not lashing back at all, apparently. Uh, yeah, I feel like he might be skipping that one and then bring him back for Saudi because, you know, the money, the money's too good. <laughs> that Saudi money. Well, I mean, who can say no? Yeah. So I don't know. Cody versus Lesnar. That'll probably be one of the top matches on Backlash, whether they want that to main event or the Bad Bunny Rey Mysterio thing. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, that that feels main eventy. Yeah. But, I mean, this also would have been the perfect first title defense for Cody to go against Lesnar. It would have been great. But, yeah, too bad. 
Oh, well. Oh, well. Mm. Uh, then we get the Usos taking on Alpha Academy. Uh, Otis. Back to his old goofy self. He was jiggling. He was gyrating. It the feels like we're pretty full goofy now. We're full rubbing yeah. our belly. <laughs> Shaking your thighs. Everyone's loving it. I think it's the way to go. Uh, I mean, they're still doing the, the male model tease as well. But I mean, even Gable starting to act like a baby face. He's got the crowd. Now he uses the shush chant to like get the crowd hyped up and they like he go climbs the turnbuckle, goes shoosh, and everyone goes shoosh. So get getting yeah. over. They look good in there, man. They took it to the Usos. Uh, yeah, a bunch of big moves. Otis rips off his shirt, hits the worm. Crowd's loving it. Gets Jimmy on his shoulders. Gable jumps off the top rope for a big doomsday bulldog, and then Gable hits the big moonsault uh, to the floor. Throws Jimmy back in the ring. Hits a big top rope diving headbutt. Makes the cover, but Jimmy kicks out. But a huge near fall. The crowd bit. The crowd believed that these guys could beat the Usos, which well, everyone's some good the storytelling Usos. there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of course, the Usos finally fight back. Hit the double super kick and then the 1D to squeak out the win. But Alpha Academy looking damn good in this match. Looking pretty hot, too, over in all senses of the word. Again, I think a lot of good things will happen once this, uh, you know, we, we split up these tags. And I think, yeah. a lot, I think there's a lot of big potential, you know, between Alpha Academy. We have the Street Profits. We have Ricochet and ugh, Braun Strowman. We have it. We have it all. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, even though they lost today, they took... The longest reigning tag chance of all times. They had them on the ropes here. So, yeah, hopefully they can keep the momentum going. You know, after Backlash is the uh, king and queen of the ring pay-per-view. Maybe Gable can make it back to the finals. Get that big win he should have had a couple of years ago. It, it should have happened. He's been on the up and ups. He's been consistent all year. I don't see why not. Yeah. Moving on. We got a triple threat women's match. Mia Yim taking on Piper Niven and Io Sky, who is, yeah, Bailey was a woman of her word. She talked to Adam Pierce, got Io Sky on the spot for this triple threat number one contenders match to Bianca's title. So big opportunity here for all three women. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, match was fine. Mia with a big suicide dive to the floor. Eo with a big springboard moonsault onto both of them, and then, uh, yeah, they all have their moments. Piper hits a big crossbody onto the other two, tosses Eo in the air. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, she like throws Mia, or I don't know, I'm all mixed up, but Mia hits a code red onto Piper Niven for big near fall, and then she hits the eat defeat, makes the cover, but Eo flies in with over the moonsault, landing on both of the women. She pins Mia, gets the one, two, three. So EO Sky earning a Raw Women's title shot. Just like it. that. I have one disagreement with Bailey, and you're getting fucking title shots. Yeah, huge win. So hopefully this can lead to a nice push for, uh, like I said, former wrestler of the year, multiple shooty winner. I want to see it. The, the main the main event or the main roster push that we all knew was possible. 
Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, I guess she'll probably get the title shot before Backlash. I don't think they'll wait till then, but uh, either way, it should be a big match for her and Bianca. And nice to see uh, Piper Niven even given the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, you know, ever since the name change, just anything's good. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to just be here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, main event, though. Kevin Owens taking on Solo Sokoa. Of course, Solo's got the Usos at ringside. Owens has nobody, actually. Because, Surprisingly. Uh, we didn't mention it, but this was a real-life thing where, like, half of the Raw roster was having travel issues. There was... Oh Something yeah, ma- so there's there's major floods going on right now in in Florida. Yeah, so apparently like 50% of the raw roster wasn't even there and had to change the show around a bit. So uh yeah, Owens on his own right now, but having a good match. Uh hits the big top rope frog splash, but he hurts his knee, so he can't make the cover and that becomes a story. Owens working with the hurt knee and uh, he hits the pop-up power bomb, but his knee buckles, so he goes for a stunner and can't quite do it. That's when Jimmy jumps on the apron, distracts the ref. Jay super kicks Owens, and then Solo hits. Uh, yeah, he hits the uh, Samoan spike, uh, so Solo gets the cheap win. And then afterwards, the Bloodline continue to beat up Owens, and then we see we cut backstage. Riddle and Sami Zayn just arriving to the arena at the last second there. Uh, just run out to help save Kevin Owens, clear the ring, and uh, that's how we end the show. And, and a great way to end the show, really pushing that Matt Riddle is a baby face now. I mean, he was always Always, a baby face, but like top level, top level yeah. baby face. We're coming for you, heels. When the baby faces yeah. band together and help each other when they're getting beat the shit out of at ringside by like six dudes, you know that these guys mean business. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, evens the numbers now. We can have a big three-on-three. Three. Maybe at Backlash, that's another match. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. There could be your Backlash matchup, and probably uh, that sounds like all the action in the first half, Mike. Let's take a break. Let's. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Of course, we have all the action from NXT. We have all the action over on Dynamite, so you're going to want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. That is our main roster action which I got to say, I think the week, the the week and a half after, um, after WrestleMania, a couple good go home shows. I think a lot of action happening. Yo, Sky getting opportunities. Alpha Academy looking good. This whole LWO thing. I think uh, all in all, pretty good. Trish turning on Becky. Yeah. No, it's been uh, yeah, it's been a fun fallout. Yeah, that's pretty good. Backlash on the horizon. But let's move off of all that action. Talk about another Fallout show, as it were. We're talking about NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Try to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Hot off the on on the heels of their big 
premier live event, Crypto.com. I didn't look on the stats, but I'm going to imagine this was probably the uh, the, the the biggest crowd the NXT performers have been in front of. Probably bigger than their event last year. Uh, I think so, yeah. That's great. So. Yeah, that's great. Anyways. Anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, we kick off the show uh, with Carmelo Hayes, our brand new champion. New champ, him and Trick coming out. Uh, Carmelo says he thought. Oops, sorry, let me mute the TV. Carmelo <laughs> thought that uh, you know him and Braun was about respect, but after Braun turning heel on him last week, he knows what he's really like. And, their journey has just started, and he's willing to give Braun Breaker a spot in the Fatal 4-Way match they're going to have tonight for a number one contendership for the, the NXT title at Spring Breaking. He's even given him a shot. Spring Breaking. Yeah. That's the, uh, yeah, in a couple of weeks. Uh, but then Dragon Lee comes out, just says, sorry, man, but I'm going to be the one winning that Fatal 4-Way match, and then J.D. McDonough comes out, says the same thing. Grayson Waller comes out. Uh, so those are your competitors. And Carmelo just says, y'all can figure it out. But at the end of the day, I'm still number one. So there you go. That's exactly it. He is still number one. Great to see a uh, some action moving quickly, though. Spring breaking. It feels like spring is kind of, I guess spring is, is spring now. Spring is now. Yeah, but is spring break a couple weeks now ago. is isn't that uh, that would have occurred back in March I I presume I guess so unless the Americans do it differently I don't know if it lines up the exact same with oh, that's March a good point or, yeah that's a good point but oh well either way let's move on uh, we go backstage Fallon Henley talking to Kiana James says you know are we good and Kiana says what despite you trying to ruin my relationship yeah we're good let's just focus on our title match tonight and win by any means necessary I don't want that goody two shoes Fallon I need the yeehaw bitch Fallon Henley that's that's the only way we're gonna win our titles back <laughs> bitch fire <laughs> uh, that's when Briggs walks up and says you know where's Jensen and Kiana says he doesn't want to be near either of you right now Ooh. So, and yeah, that's some, what hurt the most. Some lines being drawn between the between these friends. Not for long, not for long. But we do <laughs> get that women's match. We do get four of those tag team championships, right? Yeah. Dawn, the, fire. The, the dawn fire, fire at dawn. <laughs> taking yeah. on taking on Kiana James and Fallon Enley. I'll work on a better name for next week. Yeah, it's not bad, uh, but yeah, women's tag title match, Kiana James coming out hot, big boot, slamming Alba on the floor, and then uh, we see a split screen of Jensen arriving uh, in the parking lot, coming into the arena, uh, back to the match, Kiana James looking real good, hits a standing moonsault off the apron, and you know, I think Kiana James really gotten pretty good over the last six months or so yeah having the little opportunity really... of exposure you know i think a lot of these people with nxt doing a few other live shows a week i think a lot of these guys and gals are be are benefiting yeah you know we didn't really know much about her but this whole storyline has helped her grow and develop inside and outside of the ring so 
Fallon Henley looking pretty good as well. She hits a fucking Canadian destroyer onto Alba Fire. Perfectly executed. Uh, and then while the ref's busy checking on Elba, that's when Jensen comes running out to ringside. Hands Fallon the loaded purse. Tells her to hit Isla with it, but she doesn't want to. Just throws the purse back at Jensen. The referee turns around, sees Jensen in the ring with the purse, ejects him from ringside. Fallon is pissed off, yelling at him to get out of here. Uh, Brooks goes up to Jensen, just like, what are you doing, man? And Jensen turns and shoves him down. Hard to the ground. And walks off. Uh, back in the ring, Elba and Isla hit a backstabber swanton bomb combo. Get the win. Retain the belts. But some real issues between Jensen and his friends now. Some real problems going on. We have a... This is our big kind of uh, backstage story going on here in, on, uh, on NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Been uh, going on for a few months now and... Yet to be resolved. No, not yet. Uh, then we have the Chase U Awards Ceremony. Duke Hudson being presented with the MVP trophy for securing the win for the team at Stand and Deliver. And A well-deserved uh, award? Yeah. Andre puts him over for what he did to save the university. And Duke gives his acceptance speech, says this isn't about me, it's about Chase U. We did it together. Then he leads the crowd in spelling out Chase U, but Braun Breaker interrupts and says everyone's been asking him if he's going to be in the Fatal 4-Way later. But Breaker says the title was a curse on his career. He doesn't need the approval of these scumbag fans anymore, so uh, he wants to show a different side and says, Duke, you want the spot? You can have it. So Duke says, hell yeah. Shakes his hand, and then Braun turns around, hits Andre with a big spear, goes after Duke, but Duke just grabs his MVP trophy and gets away because he doesn't want to get hurt before the big match later. Because <laughs> it's coming up. Great to see Duke Hudson, uh, you know, being gracious. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's doing a lot better now than he was before. Yeah. Agreed. Before joining Chase U. Uh, Everyone had... does better in Chase U. <laughs> so far. Uh, Javier Bernal taking on Eddie Thorpe. Just kind of a quick little match. Thorpe hits the Sidewinder DDT to get the win. Yeah, but... it's, it's a class. It's a class. a classic Thorpe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still don't really care about either of these guys much. Yeah, there's a lot of but... there's a lot of people here in NXT that you know no one really cares about. It's still gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but two people I definitely care about this next match. Tiffany Stratton taking on Sol Ruka. I was super hyped for this one. This is the two future stars of women's wrestling here. This is a this was a big match. A lot on the a lot on the line, more than just in the win loss column. Yeah, two tremendous athletes, probably the most athletic on the roster here. And they're just trying to one up each other. They're flipping, they're flying, jumping over each other. And uh, the crowd was hot. Good little back-and-forth match until Tiffany ends up hitting her triple-decker moonsault to get the nice win over Sol Ruka. You know, somebody had to win, I think, like you just said. 
You yeah, know? I um, think uh, all, despite despite the skills all all across the board. I think Tiffany Stratton is your next in line to be the women's champion here in NXT. Ooh, calling it, calling it, writing it down on a sticky yeah. note and sticking it straight to the computer screen. <laughs> uh, sticking with the women, Cora Jade comes out after making her return. Uh, a bunch of booze for her. She just runs down the women's division. Says Indy Hartwell's going to have the shortest women's title reign in NXT history. Uh, but then Lyra Valkyria comes out, tells Cora to shut the hell up. You know, you've been gone all this time. The division has leveled up, and you're jealous of everyone now. And Cora slaps Lyra in the face, so Lyra kicks Cora in the head, and Cora just kind of slinks off and escapes. So. I'm sure they'll have a match. Yeah, I'm sure they're coming back. Uh, but Core Jade being back too. Well, she was gone for a long time. Will she? Will she have to uh, re-establish herself? Uh, yeah, I don't know. She was one of the ones that seemed she was could be next in line for the title. But uh, yeah, now that Roxanne's not the champ, I don't know. No, she took a, yeah, she took a she took a big step back there too. You know, it's uh be weird to see where we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Ilya Dragunov taking on Von Wagner. Where if Wagner loses, Robert Stone will leave him behind. So. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, not this, really this, much on the this line. The stakes. There. Uh, so the big man Wagner, he's in control, but Dragunov, no stranger to fighting men much bigger than him. So, uh, yeah, no problem for Dragunov. He's able to fight his way around and hits the Torpedo Moscow, gets the win. So Robert Stone, no longer associated with Von Wagner. Oh, uh, it's too bad. You know, sometimes, you know, I, I put this right up there with the shield breaking up. I put this uh -huh. right up there yeah. with some of the best factions to ever defaction themselves. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? You know, your your name's Vaughn, and not even spelled the way that the name Vaughn is spelled. Well, there's more than one way to spell a name. But... No, you. We all know the one way in which you spell the word the name Vaughn. There's one way. <laughs> Uh, then Jack comes out after all this just to stare down Dragunov, so that could be a good match. Dijak That's a money match. Dragunov. That's a money match. Yeah. That's a, uh, that, that, that could be a put it on the money in the bank card. Uh, I mean, yeah. Throw, throw, the, throw the fucking overseas dudes on the fucking card. Uh, it gets them all, it gets them pumped. Yeah, they could definitely have room for a couple NXT guys. Uh, then we got Joe Coffey of Gallus taking on Tank Ledger, a new guy, a buddy of Hank Walker, making his debut here. He appears to have some sort of blue-collar mechanic gimmick, I guess. Yeah, that, that sort of appears to be it. With a name like Tank, uh, you know, that's that's kind of kind of be your thing, I guess. And the last name Ledger, apparently, because in real life he has some sort of financial background. He's a banker or something. I don't know. Uh, That's what I heard. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, and the tights he was wearing were pretty weird. He had one long leg and one short leg. Yeah, I was wondering about, like, how do you get into that nicely? Yeah, I mean, Zack Ryder had something like that when he debuted, but he quickly changed it because it just looks weird. But Oh, oh he did? I don't know. Hmm. Very briefly. Oh, I mean, well. I don't know. It, does, it, it, it seems it doesn't really, like, someone like Pretty Deadly could pull it off, but if yeah, just to be a to be random like guy, guy, have it. Yeah, who's not like a yeah. like a trim, you know? Yeah, it's um, like you're just trying to be weird for the. Yeah, same he's he's not a uh, cut, muscular, lean man. Yeah, you know so. that's a cool look. You know, if you got leg muscles to show off, but. <laughs> but anyways, he gets a good amount of offense in, but outside the ring, Coffee tackles him into the steel steps, and then just hits a pair of stiff. Discus Lariat gets the pinfall win. And then afterwards, the Creed brothers run out. Schism runs out. Everyone has a big brawl. Yep, Schism still uh, hanging around here, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to that main event, the Fatal 4-Way, to determine the number one contender for Carmelo Hayes' NXT title. We got Grayson Waller, Dragon Lee, J.D. McDonough, and Duke Hudson, who took Braun Breaker's spot. And... Yeah, pretty good match. Everyone having their moments here. Dragon Lee doing the lucha stuff. Uh, JD McDonough, nice springboard moonsault to the floor. Duke Hudson goes on a roll later. The crowd chants MVP. I was going to say, nice he to see. appeared to be the most popular of the match. Yeah, got to feel good for him, you know, after starting his NXT career with that stupid poker playing gimmick. and. Yeah. Uh, now you're beloved by the fans, so that's cool. Uh, McDonough hits Hudson with a big reverse Rana. Dragon Lee starts running wild, gets the crowd all hyped up for his lightning quick offense there, and uh, even showing his strength when Dragon Lee picks up the much bigger Duke for a big sit-out powerbomb, which was pretty cool. And makes the cover, but then Grayson Waller comes flying in with his rolling stunner. Covers Duke, steals the pinfall, so Grayson Waller wins, earns a title shot in two weeks. And I think that is who the real next in line is. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's been hovering around it for a while. He's had a couple shots at it, but, you know, I could definitely see him winning it. I don't know about this soon, but. Yeah, let, let, uh, let Carmelo hold it for a little longer. Yeah, but uh, anyways, he celebrates by pouring a beer in a boot and chugging it. Which is an Australian thing. Yeah, I've seen like yes, I have race seen, car drivers seen, do it and stuff. Yeah, they pour their Fosters into uh, <laughs> their can of Fosters into, yeah. um, into boots. I would personally never do it, but hey, I've also never been presented the opportunity, so maybe I don't know what I'd say. Yeah, so he drinks from the boot. Carmelo comes out, little stare down to end the show. Yeah, it was a great. Uh, it was a yeah, pretty good show, pretty good fallout. The spring break and show, we'll, we'll have cool set. We'll have a cool set piece, I'm sure. Yeah, something. Yeah, it'll have something cool. Let's make our way through over to the very next day, our final show of the week. Of course, we're talking dynamite. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's 
too sweet. Live from Milwaukee, home of the Bucks, kicking off first match on the <laughs> card here. Swerve Strickland taking on Darby Allen after he had announced that challenge. And um, these two come out. Darby increasingly, he's over. He's over, and he's over everywhere they go. Always yeah, has I been. Mean, he'll do anything to please the fans, put his body through anything. He don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Darby with a big senton bomb to the floor early on, and then Swerve slams him into the steps. Onto the steps and then just drags him down, clunking his head down every step. Bunk, bunk, bunk. Uh, and then at one point, Swerve with a stiff kick knocks Darby through the ropes. Darby's hanging on by his toes. So Swerve jumps over with a big double foot stomp onto Darby's chest, slamming him down to the floor. Very nice little move there. Uh, but then the craziest moment coming after that, when they're on the apron once again. Swerve has Darby up on his shoulders, and Darby hits a fucking reverse Rana off the apron to the floor. Just insanity. And in, an in, in, in instant spot of the year candidate, um, and Swerve landed fucking perfectly. The crowd was rocking that holy shit moment. It was uh, incredible. You don't see that too often. Yeah, I mean, to give that away on free TV in the opening match, that's that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> to give but, it away on free TV. Yeah, I mean, that could be a match-ending pay-per-view spot. But anyways, crowd's loving it. Well-deserved. Holy shit, chant. Uh, Darby follows up with the coffin drop, makes the cover, but then Prince Nada comes out, puts Swerve's foots on the rope to break up the pin. Uh, so Darby goes after him. But then Brian Cage comes out, so Darby heads back to the ring. But he gets hit from the by the big kick from Swerve, and then the big stomp off the top rope. But Darby kicks out, and Darby bounces off the ropes. Brian Cage trips him up. Aubrey Edwards has had enough, so she kicks the other guys out from ringside, uh, which allows Darby to hit the code red. Swerve kicks out of that, so Darby locks him in the Last Supper, holds Swerve down for the one, two, three. Darby gets the win in a damn good match. In a damn good match. If 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 Dynamite knows how to do one thing, it's how to open a show. We've always known this. Yeah, it I'd was, say this. Yeah, this might even have been Swerve's best match in AEW potentially. Fucking say it. We're listening. That uh, what did he what did he call it in NXT? I forget, but like that kind of like jump up sidekick thing. Yeah, the the house call or something or something like that. Uh, I think it, it had the word house in it. It looks it's sick, <laughs> and he nails the slap every time. Like every single time, it's fucking devastating. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It it is one hell of a maneuver. But um, before before we Darby can celebrate, that is MJF. Um, making his way down to the ring, cut my music, cut my music. He's going off about, uh, you know, taunting Darby Allen about how he's beaten him already with a fucking headlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or he called it something yeah, else. The, yeah, the side headlock takedown. Uh, yeah, he respects Darby's talent, but you're not, you're not on the level of the devil. Darby says MJF has no morals. He's going to die alone. Uh, MJF says he only cares about his legacy as world champion. Well, 
Darby's legacy as being Sting's bitch. And that's when the man himself, Sting, comes out to respond. Does a couple of the crow calls to get the crowd all fired up. <laughs> and the, and the crowd was fired up. Hanging on yeah. to every single word that came out of this man's mouth. Oh, yeah. The legend. He's a great talker. He's like, yeah, you know, Darby, I'm not just his support system. I'm his cheerleader. He's throwing he pom-poms at him. <laughs> like 20 of them, just pulling them out of every pocket in his jacket. I love that crowd's throw. chanting for pom-poms. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, he says he will stop if MJF stops the Cody daycare stuff. And then he stops himself. Followed goes, by a a stage performer gasp. Like, like eyes wide, hand over mouth, mouth in <laughs> tight lipped position. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sells it and he's like, Yeah, I said Cody. MJF, you had a cheerleader and support system in Cody, like Derby has with me, and uh, like I had with Ric Flair growing up, and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall in the Wolf Pack. Slick Rick, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shouts out all his old buddies, uh, puts over Darby, says he's a future world champion. Darby agrees, says he's going to be the one to end Maxwell's reign of terror. And MJF spits in Darby's face and walks off in a hurry. And runs off, scuttles off in a hurry, as it were. I feel like we are leading to probably a, a fatal four-way for double or not yeah i think Probably. It pretty much i think has to be. i think they'll all three of them will have this little opportunity to you know kind of this little thing will, will happen again with those two guys and mjf will do as promise and wrestle once every four months <laughs> yeah but uh that'll be a damn good main event for double or nothing if they go through with it what you see i mean they're not feuding with anyone else right now so it seems like He's just going to individually feud with each one of them until we get to double or nothing. Yeah, until we get there. I wonder uh, I wonder who MJF will be taking on at the uh, at Forbidden Door. If that, uh, if that is the case, if he is able to hold on to the belt through that day. Because that the AEW Championship will be on the line in some capacity. Yeah, I would think so. It has I guess to be. Maybe. Uh, yeah, if he's going to defend it against a New Japan guy or someone from the roster, I don't know. We'll see. If he's even champ still then. Exactly. Well, that's exactly it. Yeah. However this belt chooses to be on. Uh, next up, though, what do we have? The TNT Championship. Powerhouse Hobbs taking on Silas Young, who we've seen before. Um, he's been around. He's been around. Um, he's got a mustache. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, just a easy squash win. Less than a minute here. Hobbs retains the belt. Uh, afterwards, Wardlow appears on the screen because Hobbs pulled up earlier in the night with his big fancy muscle car. And uh, Wardlow just starts smashing the shit out of the car. Gets into a forklift and flips it over, which, I mean, Braun Strowman could have done that with his bare hands. But, uh, <laughs> Brian Cage then, probably coulda. <laughs> that was funny. Wardlow guts out of the forklift, but he forgot to put it in park, and it like keeps going. And luckily, it ran into the car because they were like right near a road. <laughs> that could have been 
Ugly. You gotta put it. You got. You gotta put it in neutral, and then the parking gear. Come on. Yeah, he might not have his official forklift license. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what the rule is there. Like I, like I have my forklift ticket. Uh, yeah. And you know, you you take that two and a half hour course. <laughs> but as a wrestler, it's probably good to get all the certificates you can. You want working at heights? That's a must. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, so yeah, he smashes up the car, and then Wardlow comes out onto the stage to brawl with uh, Hobbs, but then the whole locker room spills out to pull him apart. So Wardlow picks off Aaron Solo, power bombs him off the stage through a table. There was two tables, but he only hit one of them yeah, and kind stiff. of smacked yeah, his head off. S- yeah, messed up on the other one. Yeah, there's been some bad luck on that spot <laughs> the last couple times there. Hmm. We just need like. 60 tables so no one gets hit. <laughs> set up more tables yeah uh then we got the big international title match orange cassidy defending against buddy matthews and just a real fun match good amount of time hot crowd uh the story was orange cassidy's got an injured hand though so it's all taped up so when he hits the orange punch early on it just hurts him just as much so he can't make a pin right away and the doctors check on Cassidy, but then Buddy just runs in, stomps right on the hand, and throws him into the steps, stomps the hand again onto the steel steps, and Buddy just working the hand all match. Uh, Cassidy's able to hit a beach break on the apron. Then they fight to the top rope. Cassidy hits a big tornado DDT. Uh, and then a suicide dive into a DDT on the floor. And then back in the ring, a third DDT, just a triple threat DDTs. Uh, but Buddy kicks out by taking a lot of damage. Um, but he has one last little comeback, some big stiff knees to Orange Cassidy's face. But then Cassidy catches him in the mouse trap, pulls him down for one, two, three. Orange Cassidy gets the win, retains the title, and another great match. Buddy Matthews took four fucking spike DDTs in a row. Yeah, uh, at one point, just constant, just backflip, 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 backflip. This dude loves doing this shit. Uh, this was such <laughs> an impressive match by both by both of these guys. Buddy Buddy Matthews might be one of the best slappers out there. I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say, he like he every single one of his knees, his kicks, his fucking everything's. <laughs> It's right fucking there. Best slapper. Shooty, you win. <laughs> Best slapper. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, uh, we do eventually yeah. move on, though, to an in-ring uh, Ethan Page cutting a promo about about Matt Hardy's betrayal last week. Yeah. Um Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy show up to issue a challenge to a match for Hardy's freedom from the firm or whatever group. I can't keep track of what. Yeah, I have no clue who anybody is a part of. Yeah, especially Matt Hardy. He just from one bad storyline to the other, it feels like for Matt Hardy. Yeah, it's just. Well, yeah, one weird group to to the next inexplicably making your way through the wrestling world. Uh, so the rest of the firm come out. They all beat up Hardy until Hook comes out to make the save. But they're still outnumbered until we get Jeff Hardy making his return from 
suspension and hopefully uh, an extended rehab. But um, yeah, big pop from the crowd. He's got a chair, smacks everyone around, hits a twist of fate, swanton bomb, gives Matt a big hug. But I mean, I think we're all just hoping don't fuck up again, Jeff. It's probably his last chance ever, right? Yeah, this has to be like last chance ever. You got your one. You already fucked up enough in WWE. You had your one fuck up here in AEW. So one more mistake and I'd say you're done from the business forever. And yeah, I don't know. It's hard to trust him, but yeah, I think this yeah. is the but that uh that that those when those toms come in and that kick drum. That has to be. I mean, one, the crowd pops. They're, well, that has to be one pop. of the most recognizable kind of pop type of moments. It's yeah, last chance, absolute last chance, Jeff. I think everybody knows it too. He can do it. Uh, oh, and he got with a super new tattoo on the on the left side of his back. I'm sure you were one to catch this also. You know, he has like the tree on the right side. Yeah. This was like a demon face covering the entire fucking back. He's back with I more. I think he had that already. Uh, did he? I think I remember the face on the back. and He huh. might have added to it, but okay. I remember the face. Okay. Well, so there, there must have been some kind of detail that for me was uh, wow, really popped. Yeah. Some cool ink either yeah. way. Uh, our next match Blackpool Combat Club taking on Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler the two jobbers of the elite so yeah the Combat Club just beat the shit out of them Nakazawa's bleeding Cutler's bleeding and for him all the blood just presses against the plastic face mask making it look even crazier Uh, but then yeah Moxley hits the Death Rider the Bulldog Choke uh, just beating the shit out of everyone until they pass out. The referee calls for the bell. And then uh, the combat club just continue the beatdown until Kenny Omega comes out on the ramp. And then behind them, the Young Bucks making their return. So the elites fully formed and they beat up the combat club. Hit Moxley with the BTE trigger. Omega brings in a toolbox. Uh, but then the Bucks say, no, use this and give him a screwdriver. So he's ready to gouge Moxley's face. But the combat club just pull into safety and leave. You're right. The uh, the way that the blood goes back and forth, like on the mask of Cutler, it was a good look. Yeah. It was a good look. Uh, I really have to say it. And with the return of the Bucks, great news. Yeah. I think uh, Matt elected not to have surgery just gonna rehab his thing so uh hopefully he can stay healthy at forbidden door and we can check them off the list of wrestlers to see. I'm sh- oh yeah a lot of wrest a lot of lists are gonna be checked on that day <laughs> as i'm sure uh at some point in the show there was a crazy clip showing don Callis getting his head wound treated from two weeks ago and yeah it, it, that was a after the attack from uh john moxie that was a fucking gasher yeah clearly a big act he landed on some sort of lighting equipment or oh, something like, but this at, was like, like a as fucking, he fell he yeah went head first this was just a huge deep he's gonna have a big scar there on his thing when he uh, and he's a bald man yeah, it was like right in the middle of his forehead. Jesus. So fucking crazy. That was graphic. They didn't even warn us. Like, Poor guy. I don't know. 
Like if that's in a horror movie, it's rated R and it's fake. <laughs> but they they can show this on a TV it's not allowed to be show. Real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> woman's tag action. We have Sky Blue and Riho taking on Tony Storm, Ruby Soho. Uh, Riho and Sky Blue, those little friendships working well for them. And nice little teamwork. Uh, they go back and forth until Tony hits the big running hip attack in the corner. Never gets old. I'll never understand how people how, don't I, die from I, that. How, I, I'll never understand the math. Like There, there has like, to be some kind of science equation. <laughs> yeah, just the whiplash. Like Even if it doesn't hurt hitting your head just the way your neck snaps back damn i don't, I don't know but hey i don't know yeah i love it either way great looking move she follows up with the storm zero gets the one two three so tony and ruby with the win and then afterwards they pull out the spray paint spray the l onto riho and then they hit her with the old shield triple power bomb uh but then jamie Hayter runs out Britt baker runs out so they brawl I think this is all potentially leading to the first ever women's blood and guts match between all. <laughs> oh, you think so? Bless you. You think uh, it, you think it'll be the the outcasts plus plus someone? one or two more? Yeah. Yeah. Versus Baker hater. Kind of like the baby faces. Blue, <laughs> yeah. Reno. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do two in one night. You got all the double cages set up. We can do a men's and a women's like they do with war games. So. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I think it's possible. Yeah. Uh, main event, Chris Jericho taking on Keith Lee, which wouldn't be my choice for the main event after those other cool matches we had on the show. And I don't even know what they're fighting over. Like, when did these two start getting involved? Uh, last week, they like um, Lee stepped up to Chris Jericho like in a backstage segment. Yeah. I just feel like Jericho, he's, just, he's always got too many things going on. And, for too long yeah exactly i don't know whatever uh the crowd's still into lee though chanting bask in his glory and uh early in the match he's in control he kisses jericho on the forehead which disturbed jericho greatly the face he made uh yeah match ended up being good mm -hmm. back and forth uh jericho's got garcia in his corner lots of interference there keith lee with the nice moonsault off the second rope uh, but Jericho gets the knees up, then he pokes Lee in the eyes, puts him in the walls of Jericho, but Lee is able to make it to the ropes. Uh, then Lee hits Jericho with the monster bomb, makes the cover, but Garcia distracts the ref from making the count. And uh, Aubrey's had enough. She ejects him from ringside. That's when Swerve Strickland shows up, former partner of Keith Lee, nails him in the head with the ring bell. Chris Jericho makes the cover, gets the dirty one, two, three. Uh, so, yeah, swerving cahoots with with the Jericho Society, or does he just still hate Keith Lee? I don't know. Yeah, I think he still hates Keith Lee. Yeah, and then at the very end, Adam Cole comes out to help out Keith Lee, help him to the back, and then as he's walking, he looks over his shoulder back at Jericho, like Jericho did to him the other week. Wait, well, yeah, so. I think Cole Jericho is the next thing. Maybe this was just a way to you know kind of keep everybody on on the same page. Yeah. So that's you know, how we ended the four, show. Double or nothing. Uh, I guess if they want to wait that long, another month or whatever. Month and a bit. You know, well, they still haven't really like even talked to each other, really. 
Yeah, they're teasing it, so I guess they can drag it out if they want. Yeah, I'm sure they could. But yeah, lackluster main event, but uh, but hey, that was the entirety of the episode of Dynamite, which means that there's time for only one more thing, and that's to give you a Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week. I am giving my wrestler of the week to let's let's say uh let's say Orange Cassidy. Let's say OC? Orange Cassidy. The OC. Cause I think that was probably my favorite match of the of the of of the week and he of uh you know he got the win. So yeah, I gotta give it to yeah. Orange Cassidy, freshly squeezed. Yeah, it was a great match. Uh, I'll go with Darby Allen because yeah, that match was really good as well. And that reverse run off the apron, spot of the week, potential spot of the year, a potential so, spot of the Darby. year. That is exactly yeah. right. Yeah, and followed by the impassioned promo. Uh, yeah, which good followed week for a good thirty minutes <laughs> for those of you <laughs> counting at home. It was thirty minutes plus the commercial break. So, you know, you thir- 32, 33 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah. Wild. Cool. But that is uh, that was the rest of the week, and that's all the time we have for the show. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, like, and subscribe. The show is everywhere. Of course, next week we'll be back uh, I, it's, uh, po- after spring breaking, I think. Or maybe... Uh, I think that's two weeks. Two so. weeks from now. Okay, great. We have the great the go-home show for spring <laughs> breaking. I really can't wait. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next time.